0: hello welcome to our podcast um today we are will be discussing banned books um first and foremost my name is anna markham i am a senior at uofl and this is my co-host ruby mason
1: yes i am a sophomore at uofl um and we have been in class together this semester talking a lot about um LGBT rights and um, kind of current issues in the world that's affecting queer people and then really just how that expands to just a greater system of marginalization for mm-hmm. lots of groups of people
0: yeah so basically we were um, just always going home we lived together as well so we were always going home after our classes together and um, just like getting into these very deep like constructive and important conversations together um about the things we were talking about in class and we wanted this to carry over into our podcast so to you know usually we really get into it and have like really deep conversations of like oh my gosh that means that this is happening and mm-hmm. wow this we is a whole crazy. other perspective and it's so much harder for this person to do this and you know all the above so yeah today we just kind of want to do that again but in a professional form um uh, today and in today's episode we are discussing the banned books occurring in Kentucky and just really all over. Um, the threats that our children are facing today in our educational systems are just there it's there's so many attacks and um, you know, in not only just in their identities and sexualities, but also their, you know, gun violence is portrayed in schools in such a mm-hmm. harmful way and talked about and, you know, like fear is instilled in children in so many ways because of our educational system solely. And, um, there's also just a lack of adequate education for all in general. Um, but mainly a lack of representation for queer children, children of color, black children. It's like, it's just, you know, very harmful to be in a minority group and in an educational system in America. Yeah. In Um, the United
1: States right now. Um, and, and so book bans, um, I think kind of a little bit are going kind of more unnoticed right now because there Mm -hmm. are a lot of, like, kind of big pressing issues that can receive more news attention. And then, you know, you may think, why should I listen to a podcast about book bans? But really, they have been going on for a long time. Um, And so we're going to get into that of why um, books are important and why book bans are so harmful.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So let's start out. What are book bans?
0: So book bans are—they aren't just the banning of any books from being within our libraries and our educational systems. They are largely books that are being banned because they have LGBTQ plus content or um, transgender characters within them. um, Also characters of color and themes about teaching about the history of race and um this like constructed theory of really all of it is construct socially constructed and just kind of fucking made up actually um yeah they the 41 percent of banned books contain lgbtq plus themes or characters and nine percent of these bands are targeted transgender characters and their stories um, 40% of banned books contain characters of color or themes about race. So it is the statistics show that these are largely targeted. Um, people claim to, you know, banned books have happened because there's porno, por, pornographic content in yeah, them. Yeah, just and, making up excuses. Um, sexual content, but it's really just... You know, not that that would actually be an excuse either. Children need to know about sex. In my opinion, me personally, I think it's... It's sex education has... It really... It's not with the shits, you know? Like, it's... There's a whole... It's not the freaking like 1930s when everyone was, you know, waiting to have sex before... You know, Mm -hmm. until they were married. And um, if anyone was even actually doing that, who knows? But now, that's not the normal anymore. Religion isn't like the central of the center of people's lives anymore. Yeah, and like
1: that's based in religion. Yeah, exactly. Um, in my opinion, and supposed to be separate from our yeah. public educational system in a state um and a nation that claims to value yeah. and respect and include and be a home for um all kinds of, you know, religious groups and people who are not religious. Yeah. Um so why are book bans harmful? I think Mm -hmm. we'll go to that. I think so. It's like, oh, it's just a book, you know, whatever. Um, But I think when a book is banned, right, you ban it because of something bad. Mm -hmm. And then when that's something in 40% of the case is issues of racism and 40% of the case, uh, you know, 41% is, um, you know, about queer identities,
0: Mm
1: that equals that those things are bad. Like that mm-hmm. is the message the that comes. Family. Yeah. That's the message that comes off too. And even if mm-hmm. now we can contextualize that like this is in, you know, a greater like political um kind of thing and it's like this targeted and calculated, you know, this whole um system of attacks and like we are old enough and in the position and have other mm-hmm. resources to know that like this does not mean that like matter of fact this is bad. Like mm-hmm. when you're a kid and your teacher you know you love your teacher and and that's all you yeah. know and you don't have the internet at home or whatever it is like that is a bigger deal
0: yeah and
1: and so you know that's harmful to see that your identity not only to see like oh this has been banned but then also just to have no representation mm-hmm. ever yeah. in the stuff you're reading
0: yeah so like even if they aren't seeing the actual bans occurring so if they're like oh this book um titled you know whatever yeah so one is like the hate you give is a book yeah that that one's largely banned uh um two boys kissing how to be anti-racist um my life as a transgender queen teen queen that's funny both both. both. Um, Um, like maybe they aren't seeing like oh this is banned this means it's bad it's also just the fact that they are going to bookshelves in their school libraries and not being able to find anything about the way that they're feeling or the way that they're being treated or the way that my family is different than your family or the way that like you know I feel like trapped inside of my body and I don't know why and you know also it just like transpires into like children having such large amounts of anxiety and depression and all these things that children should not have they the world gets very real for them when they yeah you know and like people don't think early. that you know
1: and so one of the things you know about book bans they're bad we can mm. i think all agree um and so why do they happen though like you know how do people justify book bans and it's a lot under the thing of protecting kids um so like you were saying where they say like books contain like pornographic material where two characters have sex um and like we said, in the first place, mm-hmm. that's not so bad. But all, a lot of the times it's queer sex or, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's one very small part of the book that's largely kind of irrelevant to the whole message of the book where really the message is about um, gun violence or racism. Like it that can be used to kind of make it seem OK And that, like, oh, we're protecting kids by banning these books. Mm But really,
0: we're just censoring them from things that they shouldn't be censored from. Um, And also, it's important to note that no books about straight white people having sex are getting banned. No. You know, it's... um, That doesn't exist. That's normal um, in the society of whoever the fuck is banning these books. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, it's just, like, if that's the argument, oh, we're... Banning children being exposed from to like sexual content at an early age like that's not the fucking truth because when I was in fifth grade, I got a sex education class, and like you know I learned about the birds and the bees and all the above, and like it was extremely beneficial to my growth, and you know I like anticipated it and like thought about it a lot and stuff like that and it was very important to me as a child and so I imagine that if I like was able to go to like At the time, if I was able to go to the library and find more information on that, like, it would have been extremely helpful to my growth and everything like that. But it's just, like, really stark that that is accepted and actually implemented and that we have a separate class for it. We go to it every, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know how often we went, every week, every day, whatever. We have this, like, program worked into our schools, um, but apparently not actually it's not um because books are being banned for sexual content you know it's like there's just such a double standard of this and the double standard it's not a double standard they aren't just it's just it's it's just you know just a disguise it's yeah
1: um so yeah so really we know and you can see too just by the statistics where like if nearly like half of the books banned are um focusing on and highlighting marginalized identities well you know you just know then that 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 is that is what it is Mm -hmm. um and so who you know who's trying to ban books
0: yeah so so really it's um religious uh christian nationalists you know that are doing this also i've i've read some um some slight research about how some of these people implementing banned books and like providing these complaints that you know usher a response from school legislature whatever Mm. they aren't even parents you know they don't even have actual worries about their children being impression like you know impressed by this like whatever it's they want to have control it's nationalism they want to have control over Mm -hmm. what is put into our education systems but they actually don't care because the thing is they allow guns to enter our education system they allow all these other things you know it's like their perspective it's really just homo it's blatant homophobia racism you know it's everything you know like mm-hmm. and if there was ever
1: like any doubt about oh maybe people really are you know good hearted and protecting the children like that is not the case the number one yeah. cause of death in children it's not books
0: mm-hmm. it's, it's not books. Like, like yeah it's not drag queens like it's, fuck y'all no um no. yeah it's um and i don't know it's Really, it is really upsetting, especially because I really would have benefited from it as a child. Um, And also, I did did benefit from the things that were allowed and infiltrated, like, my life at the time. You know, when I was a young kid, Mm -hmm. like, the things that I was able to learn about and have access to, they did help me so much. You know, and if I had had access to that information as a child, you know maybe Mm -hmm. my life would be so different, and um, also, like, I just, it just kind of filters down to, like, I wonder, you know, every single bias that I have that I've had to, like, break down um, as I, as I've entered my adult life and, like, formed my own opinions about things and everything, like, all of those biases, like, oh, my mom looked at, this one person weird when I was five years old and now somewhere in the back of my brain, I think that this person that looks that way is wrong because I love my mom, you know, like, and I respect her as a kid. Like like you're so impressionable things, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're being socialized, everything. And yeah. Um, you know, it's also just like, we're seeing so many, like, especially because we have abortion bans now. And so these kids, they aren't learning about sex. They aren't being taught about anything, but they're, you know, obviously they know enough about sex, they know how to do it, and they get pregnant, and they don't have access to an abortion. So it's like, you know, it's just this like, expectation, this impossible expectation to follow um, when we don't have proper health care, but also not proper education of how to avoid needing that health care. You know, it's like, um, it just goes hand in hand, you know, the Mm -hmm. intersectionality of it is...
1: And then you can think about um like gender affirming healthcare, mm-hmm. and so i can't even imagine like the way it is to try to find a doctor who will not um fat shame who will not blatantly just be disrespectful mm-hmm. like i think it's just so hard in general to navigate the healthcare system um mm-hmm. and that's for me as someone like who is cisgender like i cannot imagine the obstacles that there are to find gender affirming care um and that's before. Now it's mm-hmm. like being attacked yeah. for for yeah. kids. Um, and I think in my experience, like I can remember um, a book I had when I was little that my mom got for me. And the whole point of the book, it's like um, it's like stories about women doing awesome things. Like it's it's called I think like the Daring Book for Girls, and it's about um, like stories of like things that are like traditionally for men, or it's you know it's about kind of teaching young girls that they're not less than men or they cannot, you know, they don't have to be one way because they're mm-hmm. a girl. Like, and, in, in, you know, I hope that would be edited in a lot of ways mm-hmm. to be, you know, used today. But I can at least remember, like, the way the attitude kind of shift for me that came from that book is that I knew very early, like, well, you know, I want to be a woman in science. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, I don't care this. Mm-hmm. I don't care that. Um, and that was... Something like my mom was really intentional about because she kind of shares that view and she, um, had to do kind of a lot of things like she was the only girl in all of her engineering classes for her whole college education, um, but like that did have like a profound mm-hmm. impact on me. I think yeah. as a child,
0: and now you're this you know this sophomore in college seeking out a major in you know like in neuroscience and social justice, correct? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like that absolutely projected you early on into being the person that you are and being so passionate about about what you want to do with your life and like being someone who would offer gender affirming care you know Mm -hmm. like that maybe that wouldn't have happened if you didn't have that access to like your mom being so great and like you know being like no you're actually you know you belong in this like yeah field if that's what you want to do you know you have a spot here just like anyone else does like
1: Yeah, because, like, what society says about you is important. Um, And then how you are taught to respond to that is important as well. So for queer children right now what that's saying, you know, you're bad, you're wrong, you're, um, you know, whatever it is, like, that has an effect. And potentially books are one thing that can be kind of a source of comfort. Like, I can remember when I was young, like, I would have anxiety about... um, Like, what if I wasn't straight? Because my parents were, like, outwardly homophobic. Mm -hmm. And that's all I knew. I just didn't have any, like, exposure or access to anything. You're not just going to Google it on, like, the phone that your parents, Parents like, have. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to. And so, like, books, I think that You also wouldn't even know what to look up. You wouldn't even
0: know what you're feeling, you Mm -hmm. know? Like. But if you hear a book and you see another character
1: who's feeling kind of a similar way. Or this person's gay and they're okay. And, like, they're Mm -hmm. accepted and. Um. Like I just think that banning books like can only do harm
0: Mm-hmm. basically, yeah, any book for me, you know, I'm just kind of like if it has happened historically, and it's you know like of course, there's obviously books that you know are bigoted, and you know they're mm-hmm. yeah, we should be e- banning those books, yeah, why aren't those books banned getting the books banned? That... um, but like you yeah. know, it's like maybe there are certain books that should be banned, but it's not these ones, you know, no. and it's like. Because now, you know, they're these kids, gay, queer, transgender, teens, black teens, teens of color, are stepping up. It Like, they're having to go to board meetings. They're having to go to court cases. Like, we've seen that you recently. You gotta fight for yourself. You know, like, to fight. Because the adults can't get their and, shit together. Yeah, and, like, saying things. Like, having these books is, like, so important to me. Because the second that they're taken away, it's sending a message to these kids who are already having fears about their identity. They already are scared mm-hmm. that they're wrong. They're when their rights are being scared, stripped away. like You know, because of the way that society has portrayed their identity and their sexuality already. They're already scared. And so when these things were taken off the shelf and they're like, oh, this is wrong. They're affirmed in the fact that like, oh my God, maybe this is the wrong thing to do. You know, and like, thank God we have people in our society that are trailblazers you know and like have like been like no you know they realize mm-hmm. when they're being ga- you know gaslit and you know manipulated into thinking these things but not everyone is that way you know yeah not and one way you learn to do that ourselves enough to know be from reading you know? books yeah and then they're just like yeah. closeted and mm-hmm. hurt continuously over and over again um so but that's the first episode yeah, we're basically we... going to continue on mm-hmm. um, in our next episode um, to further explain the political and social agendas that are seeping into our schools through book bans um, and how these book bans contribute contribute to recent systemic attacks on queer and other marginalized identities in Kentucky um, and across the U.S. as well. But yeah, again, I'm Anna. This is Ruby. We had a great time talking. Yeah. So thanks for thanks tuning for in.
1: And check out our next episode.